Welcome again to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Back to the Future one gigawatt minute at a time. One point twenty one gigawatts at a time. <laughs> yeah, all right, fine, you win. I'm Nick Amanda's in the news, <laughs> and you win. <laughs> this um, I'm gonna I'm gonna drop the gauntlet. Okay. This is the greatest minute of the greatest movie of all time. Oh, wow. All right. Well, yet th- that yet. minute happens to be uh, minute 54. We're going back to minute 54, which starts with uh, which starts <laughs> with Marty rewinding uh, the video and ends with Marty showing Doc Jennifer's note. That she wrote private note just for Marty that she wrote on the back of <laughs> the <laughs> Save the Clock Tower uh, flyer. This this is the uh, this is the most Rick and Morty scene of Back to the Future. I think it's this, this scene is this, this minute is incredible. Beat for beat, pound for pound, it just has. It has everything. Everything you love about Doc Brown and Marty's relationship. (laughs) Just everything. I I laughed out loud three times in under a minute. Yeah. Um it's it's amazing. Okay, like starting okay, starting from the bottom. Starting at starting at the top. All right. One point twenty one gigawatts! Like and just loose. gripping his head in, in in mental agony. That's the craziest thing he's ever heard. Yeah. That's... Like, it is the biggest overreaction to something <laughs> I have ever seen. Like, I don't care if you tell me that, like, the president was killed by an alien and then the alien turned into Jesus. No, like, this is I... like... This is like a bigger reaction than if I was told that the cat that I thought I ran over last night, it turned out to be President Obama. <laughs> and he's like a shapeshifter. No, no, no. That I literally just ran over the president. <laughs> okay, that wasn't a cat, Scott. That was the president. <laughs> that was the pre- Like the what? Secret Service was like, that cat that you thought you drew, you, you drove over, oh no. It's like, it was the president. Like the president's cat? <laughs> No, the president. The president Barack Obama the human. We are going to have to arrest you for treason. <laughs> the Okay, so if you want to really break down uh what he does, he runs, he kind of grabs the back of the wall to give one last look at Marty, then runs over, then kind of stops and opens the door and I, then runs in. I how many takes of this did they have to do before people stop laughing? I would do anything to just walk. You know how, like, a Judd Apatow will do, like, here's five minutes of Jason Siegel like, riffing? Oh, my God. I would give anything to see just take after take of oh my Christopher Lloyd reacting in different ways. I just the- imagine Zeme- Zemeckis just being, like, a bigger, bigger, bigger. bigger. <laughs> and then they used the biggest take. Yeah. And where then- it was so ridiculous. He was just like, well, they're never going to use this. And then just the perfect reaction... Of like, because there's just enough breath in between that and what the hell's a gigawatt? <laughs> yeah, the hell's a gigawatt? <laughs> just the bigot. I remember uh, uh, a year ago, or like two summers ago, <laughs> when I saw this in the theater. That moment, I think, got the biggest laugh of of, of the movie. 
I think that kind of is the most mo- like that's kind of the most 2015 joke. Well, it's 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 the <laughs> best. It's the best because his reaction is just like I, what Marty was not expecting that big of a reaction to this because yeah. he doesn't know what it means, right? Yeah, and it didn't seem like that big of a deal to the doc in the future. Sure. So yeah. so the fact that 1955 doc is just like like it's just. It's just like doing a Saturday Night Live, like yeah, he's doing a Saturday Night Live character at this point, you know, like yeah. he's just like just like running backwards and like, I mean, just I don't know, like what what is he doing? No, and then just I Marty's. Uh, I mean, that that's kind of that's kind of their that's sort of why their chemistry works in a nutshell. Is yeah. just. Because he's Marty's as committed as Doc, he just doesn't know why. Oh God! Like, yes, I'm sure you're right, but I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. Please explain this to me. <laughs> and I just love that as he's chasing after Doc, once Jock runs away from his problems again, <laughs> again, because that's all that's what he does. <gasps> uh, he runs away from his. He just he just runs. It's like he just saw a ghost. Like, like he literally, just, he, yeah. like literally, literally, it's like he's instead of like replace the dialogue instead of him saying one point twenty one gigawatts, he just goes ghost. Just like the like Hanna Barbera running in place. Yeah. Um, but like Marty just keeps he like he's he's chasing after me. He just keeps looking back at the TV like. What the, hell, what the hell did you? What did I just do? What did I show you? <laughs> what? what? What the hell did I miss? Oh God, it's so good. Oh, it's perfect. I and love then, that. You know. Okay, so moving on to the next incredible thing that happens. Uh, Doc <sighs> just. What am I gonna do, Tom? <laughs> Tom, Tom, I can't be done. Like, <laughs> gri- gripping a photo of Thomas Edison. That he keeps at his, like, table that side. That he's on a first-name basis with. Tom, I couldn't. Tom. Just... He calls him Tommy E. Tommy E. Yeah, he's, that. that's his, that's his Bob Zemeckis, I think. <laughs> um, yeah, just so earnest. And just, you know, you know you're, you're committing 100%. I think at the end of the day, that's sort of the key to Christopher Lloyd's genius in this film, is that he just believes so hard every minute of this movie. Yeah. My favorite part about the thing with Thomas Edison. Okay. Yeah. Is that we come into the scene and he's already sitting down with the, with the frame photo of Thomas Edison next to him and he's Mm -hmm. looking at it. Right. And then the camera, like he's looking at something off screen. He's like, how could I be so, how could I be so (laughs) irresponsible? I was careless. Yeah. Yeah. Careless, irresponsible. And then, it zooms out. You realize he's talking to a frame, and you're like, "Okay, it must be his dad or something." And then he's like, yeah. "He's like, he calls it Tom," and you're like, "Tom." And then he moves the frame around, and you reveal that it's Thomas Edison. And you're just like, <laughs> "Jesus!" Like, like, I guess, like in the again, like you know, in, in Scott Corelli's Back to the Future, you'd be like, "Oh, Steven, Steven, what am I gonna do?" And there's right. just like a framed photo of Steven Spielberg, <laughs> right? But no, but my my favorite part of that, right? So that's what happens. Yeah. And then Marty comes in, and he's just like, "Oh, what the hell's going on? Like, what's the problem?" And Doc gets up and goes and sets the Tom, the Thomas Edison photo on the mantle, 
And there's there's like there's like five what is it five five photos or yeah, four the four photos? horsemen of the apocalypse yeah 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 and it's it's the it's the it's the four photos that were at the beginning of the of the of the movie mm-hmm. yeah um Christopher and... Hitchens Richard Dawkins uh, <laughs> but it's the same four <clears throat> photos which which means that he's had those same frame photos for thirty years at least which is so adorable and nerdy and perfect. That's amazing. To just and, have... and it means that he <clears throat> saved those from the fire. Yeah, and like, those aren't like, those are, you know, like, I mean, not for nothing, but if I was directing this movie today, those are all images that I just printed off of Google Image. Oh, yeah. And like, glued inside of a picture frame. Like, they're not cool photos of Thomas Edison, Isaac Newton, and Albert Einstein. They're just like, the first photo that would come up. <laughs> right. Of both of them, like in right. a history textbook. Right. It's so... This kind of goes back to what we were talking about of how he's, at his heart, even though he's an... Ex- he, the tragedy of him is that he's an eccentric and a populist at once. Right. He, he's but, not a but, snob. But it also means that, because we enter the scene with him already talking to the frame, <laughs> yeah. it means that he ran in... Grabbed Grab. the photo of Thomas Edison off the mantle, sat down and sat it next to him, and then started casually talking to him. Like, well, this is what I do when I'm broken. <laughs> do you think? Do you think that he? Do you think he uses each man for a different purpose? Like, yes. is, is Tom okay? So, like, I think I think when he, I think when he, uh, when 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 he was confused about. Marty's uh, use of the word heavy. He's like, in the future, is there something wrong with the Earth's gravitational pull? I think he he was talking to uh, to uh, Isaac. Yeah, yeah, Isaac. He's like, he was like, Isaac, what's he talking about? Uh, Isaac. But he pulls it out of his like, like it's like it doesn't work, but the camera like doesn't show his pocket. But he just pulls it out of his like pockets. Yeah, Isaac. He's a crazy. I think Albert. He's I think a that- crazy. He's one of those crazies. <laughs> they all think I am, but it's really this kid. Yeah, I think I think and so. You know, Tom is is who makes him feel better. <laughs> yeah, like, and I think Albert is. Well, he's t- no, like, no, he's talking to Tom because of the because it's electricity related. Oh, okay. Oh, so you think it's okay? It has more to do with what topic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I was thinking like emotionally. Where? Does oh, he have no, to no, be? no. It's electricity. Yeah. Okay, so so time space would be Einstein, right? And uh, overthrowing the government, Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> yes. Good. <laughs> well, I think I think Benjamin Franklin would be like inspiration, maybe. Sure. Yeah. Like like uh, <laughs> like, you know, because he like he. <laughs> I, I like when you're in when you're in uh, elementary school and they tell you that Ben Franklin invented electricity. He, like he just pulled it out of the ether. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, he's like he's like discovery guy. You know. Yeah. Or he's also a writer guy, you know, like with that Poor too. Richard's Almanac and that too, that too, yeah. He's like the scholar, you know. Yeah, yeah. The inventor. Well, no, they're all inventors. Yeah, no, true. no, they're not. Isaac Newton wasn't in it though. Anyway, I'm, I'm sounding. I'm, I'm sounding more stupid as I talk, so I'm just gonna <laughs> stop. Um. Uh, yeah, I, I just, I love that they're so neatly placed above his mantle. Like it's so, uh what an adorable man! That's perfect. He's perfect. He's a he's a cinnamon bun. <laughs> Total cinnamon bun. Never Chuck use that. Brown. 
total cinnamon bun. <laughs> <laughs> make it, make it Tumblr. <laughs> um, uh, no, they already do that with Marty. They don't do it with Doc. Wow. Oh. But they should do it with Doc because he's way more, way yeah. more so. Um, you don't see you don't see Doc looking at looking at a bunch of uh, yeah, a bunch of aerobic girls' asses. But speaking of being adorable, okay, so I I, I forgot we're not done with this this miracle of a minute. No. Um. So then he's he's he says, well, well, okay. Before we get okay, to that, okay. though, the first thing he says is like, it's impossible. We can't generate 1.21 gigawatts. Like, all we need is, like, some plutonium. He's like, well, maybe you can pick that up at the corner drugstore in 1985, but 1955, it doesn't come that easily. And, (laughs) and, uh, and, and, and he's just like, you're, I'm sorry, Marty, but you're stuck here. (laughs) You'll live with me. What do you think it goes through your mind if you're Marty? And the instant that Doc says, you're stuck here. Because, you know, this is a guy who, as long as you've known him, is the guy who knows all the things. Yeah, he he's he's the smartest guy. He, he's the yeah. doctor. Yeah. So if he says, you're stuck here, I, I, I mean, I, I feel like I would just be like, oh, oh, wow, I'm <laughs> wow, stuck I'm, here. I'm boned. Yeah. What do you think Marty's life would be like if he had stayed in 1955? Because, I mean, I would assume that he would have, like, you know, gotten out of Dodge. He wouldn't have stayed in Hill Valley. Sure, he's like, this is too, yeah. Yeah. I'm, well, I mean, you know, there's too many, too yeah, many things he could screw up. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think he would do? You think he would, you, you think what he would, would you just, do? I don't know. I, I feel like uh, if I was stuck in 1955... Yeah, like if you had to, if you couldn't, or you know, if you couldn't live in where you were because you would run into your parents or mess with the time space continuum, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I'd probably go to the country, or I'd go to a city, but just like not do anything because it would be kind of cool though. To sort of, well, you know, this is sort of what happened to the pond. Spoilers for Doctor Who, but you know, like you can't really just, just go live to death. Yeah, you go lift it. You can't really make too much of an impact. I'm pretty on... sure Marty would. I, I think I think he would start a band and he would cover Huey Led Lewis Zeppelin. songs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he would cover Huey Lewis songs, and then they'd just be like, "Oh, that's cool. Did you write that?" And he's just like, "Yes, I did. Yes, I did. I'm Huey Lewis." Yeah, I think that's well, what happened. I think I think Marty would become Huey Lewis. I love that his ambitions are stunted at Huey Lewis. Yeah. Like, he wouldn't be like, yeah, I've been tinkering with this. It's, it's called Cashmere. Or it's called Bohemian Rhapsody. No, he's just going to cover Huey This is Lewis. called, this is a little ditty I like to call, I want to hold your hand. <laughs> yeah, you know, he's like, no. Because that be. hasn't happened yet. <laughs> the Beatles hasn't happened yet. Oh, man. You could just start the Beatles. He could, but he'd rather start Huey Lewis than the Beatles. Right. All right, this is the likes. greatest. Uh, this is the greatest song ever written. It's uh, doing it all for my baby. Yeah, well, because it would have to be songs. If he was gonna rip off somebody and pretend that they, that he was them or that he invented those songs, it had to be songs that he was already he already was new, you know, mm-hmm. um, so that he could actually like. Which, do and for it all right. we know, is only um, the power of love. Yeah, for all we know. 
But like, but Marty doesn't strike me as the type of kid who liked the Beatles. <laughs> sure. Like, I feel like he would he would discover the Beatles like in college, you mm-hmm. know, and just be like, oh yeah, this is this is cool, you know. Yeah. But, but right not, now, it's totally but right like, now he's all into Huey Lewis. Like or like, <laughs> there has to be another like what like um <laughs> no, it's just Huey Lewis. Yeah, he like he you don't think he goes for like Guns and Roses or I don't know. Uh, Quiet Riot. I don't know. Well, I guess he must like he likes ACDC because he 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 uses that that yeah, uh, guitar riff later on. Um, what what who else was big? Who who did jump? Van Halen. You think Van he's Halen. a Van Halen guy? Van Halen's pretty pop. He seems like a guy that's yeah. more pop than metal. Does no, that make yeah, sense? he must be. He must like Van Halen because of what he does with the with the um with the tape later. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Maybe even I, I bet I bet he likes Bruce Springsteen, but the first Springsteen album he ever listened to was Born in the USA. Oh yeah, oh yeah, Marty loved Bruce Springsteen. I think he would. I think he would rip all of those people off. Yeah. So moving on to the next incredible thing. Oh, yes. Um. So you know, Marty starts freaking out because you know his only hope is just given up. I, I can't. I can't. I can't stay here. I got a life in 1985. I got a girl. I, 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 is she pretty? <laughs> is she pretty? <laughs> Again, again, a hundred percent. The most important thing in the world right now is the most is your important, pretty. earnest thing he could ever ask. Is, is she pretty? pretty? Literally, not even a beat afterwards. What's 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 the response he's looking for? <laughs> I need somebody. Uh, is she oh, pretty? I need I need to live vicariously through someone. Talk about love, Marty. <laughs> Tell me is about she, love. Is she pretty? The only way that can be sadder is like, is she nice to you? Does she take care of you, Marty? What does she smell like? Oh, tell me. <laughs> is she pretty? <laughs> is she pretty? And again, even even arguably even better than is she pretty, Marty isn't like, that's weird or what? That, he's like, oh, doc, she's the best. Like <laughs> She's beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. Like 100% committing to that question. Is she pretty? What if he was like, no, she's a dog, but I love her. No, 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 no. Doc be like, oh, I'd be honest, I just lost a lot of respect for you. But there's somehow there's something even better about the fact that Marty takes that question seriously. Yeah, what is look? Which, by the way, if I'm not mistaken, didn't the note just say like, I love you? (laughs) Yeah, like you know, I mean, you know, the three. Look what she wrote. Again, like you know, the you know, arguably the three greatest words anyone could ever say to you, but not poetry. No, I love you. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like so, Marty really took that note seriously. He did. <laughs> he did. Wait, wait, wait! You have a picture of her? Oh, uh, no. You have, you have a picture of your brother and your sister. You don't have a picture, a picture of your girlfriend. Of your girlfriend. <laughs> Why do you have that anyway? I didn't mean like I mean you know Scott you and I both have siblings. I don't have a picture of my sister in my wallet. No. No. Or my brother. I don't have a picture of anyone in my wallet except me. Yeah, right, on ID identification because I, I have to. Yeah. Yeah, and a picture of Kathy and Jamie, but that's beside the point. <laughs> so I can remember what I'm fighting for. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, that's all I got for this. I mean, what more can you say? Just, yeah. just pure. This minute has more laughs, emotion, and entertainment than most movies do in their entire length. 
you know, it, it, you know, I mean, not, not to get too hyperbolic, but you could almost like just use this minute as a guide. You know what I mean? Of like, is every minute of your movie almost as good as this? <laughs> yeah. Because like, because like, what's going on in this movie? It, it's moving forward the plot. Yeah. You know, be, you know, I mean, the, the last, the final shot of this movie is kind of leading into what's happening next. But mm-hmm. so we won't go into it. But uh, literally, the last note: uh, Doc's red chair looks so effing comfortable. Oh man, it does, doesn't it? Yeah, it looks just so velvety that's and a good, soft. That's a good cushion. That's a good cushion. I just love. Doc's facial expression of just like he's leaned all the way back. And he's just. <laughs> <laughs> let me I'm remind so... you. Let me remind you. This is the face of a man who has asked, "Is she pretty?" and immediately regretted <laughs> asking that question. No, I don't want to think about that. <sighs> why is she? Why do you keep doing this, Doc? She's probably seventeen. <laughs> Doc, move. Let it go. She's gone. She's out of your life. <laughs> oh no that's another um you know uh, you know we were talking about spinoffs that's if if i if you gave me an issue of the back to the future comic i would totally do like a like young doc brown in love like mm-hmm. you know who who was doc's mary and ravenwood i don't know unless we want to believe that that you know you know uh Mary Steenburgen was literally his first chime being like sexually attracted to a woman. I mean, I feel like it, it's close to that because I feel like his first love was science. Sure. And his second was Clara. Science was his first wife. Oh my God. Her name was Clara. Yeah. Do you think that's a, a reference? Oh yeah. That's, I never thought of that. I that's, thought of that the entire time. I want I want to ask Stephen Moffat now if that, if that was on purpose. Yeah. We're bringing up Doctor Who a lot this week. It's re- it's on my mind a lot more than it usually is, to be totally honest. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Like Guys, normally, this a couple was e- so good. It was really good. <laughs> I'm thinking about it in a way that I haven't since like the Tenet years. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, we would just think about it. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. If you want to email us, uh, backtothefutureminute.com. Our, that's our website and contact at backtothefutureminute.com. If you uh, have something you want to say about, uh, if you have a favorite minute and you want to bookmark it and save it, we'll be sure to bring it up. Um, leave comments on our website. We, you know, if you have anything you want to say about this glorious minute of filmmaking, uh, tweet us. We love hearing from people. You know, if, uh, you know, whenever you're listening to us, be it at work or on the treadmill or driving. Uh, always tweet us at always tweet us at always back, at, never at B, stop never stop at bttf minute we'll probably you know we'll we'll almost certainly like it and retweet it because uh we you know it doesn't happen thousands of times so right so you can be sure that if you tweet at us we'll like give it you know when like you tweet at someone and like they really look at it and you're like yeah you really you know like if you tweet at Selena Gomez or right like Channing Taylor, they're not going to read it, but it's always kind of cool when you're like, oh, I had a really cool little internet interaction with someone creative that I admire. You know? Yeah. Um, Tumblr at bttfminute.tumblr.com for the complete opposite of everything I just said about Twitter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Uh, no, we, we, we're like... We've had, we've had pretty good. Actually, t- our Tumblr has been the most active of our, of our things. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's, uh, 
there's interesting because there's like there's like stuff that has nothing to do with us. Like there's like Tumblr posts getting made about our podcasts that we don't have anything to do with. Did yeah, that see? aren't just, that aren't like our friends. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're just listeners that have just yeah. made posts about the show. Did you see the one where they they somebody took the the opening of Back to the Future and the teaser trailer and then compared them and then used like quoted us from the episode talking about the comparison? No. Oh my god, that's awesome. Yeah, somebody made that post. It has like it has like five hundred notes on it or I'll, whatever i'll have to i'll have to it's it's on yours right yeah it should be on mine if if it's not on mine it's on the back to the future it's on bttfminute.tumblr.com okay that's awesome I'm, I'm i'm totally geeking out right now yeah um and you know like us on facebook itunes i'm gonna get in the habit of facebooking about the show i haven't done that in a while i feel kind of bad about it um itunes not writing uh we have a new not writing coming in the next few weeks scott and i are going to be counting down our top 10 of 2015 so that'll be three hours Top ten um, movies. Top ten movies. Of <laughs> Just top ten whatever. Our top, our top ten things that happened in our lives. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Mo- some of those would be movies in my case. Yeah, um, me too. Uh, the Doctor's Companion, where uh, we just got done talking about season nine of Doctor Who. If you can't tell, it's great. Uh, Cassandra Fredrickson's there, and she's just, you know, she makes, I mean, she makes the show. Like, you really... Mm-hmm. You, her love of the show and her knowledge of the show. Like I, I learn something every episode. I'm having, um, I've been doing the doctor because you, you and Cassandra both are kind of new to the show ish. Yeah, I mean, comparatively, that's not, that's not fair. Just comparatively, because you, you guys have been on the show for like two years now. Yeah. Um, but, but, uh, I've been on the show. I started the Doctor Companion in 2010. Mm-hmm. Is that right? No. Is it your 2009? 2009. So it's your longest running show. Yeah, it is big time. Um, big since time. Two, since, yeah, big time. Big since time. <laughs> since two thousand nine, uh, I've been I've been the host of that show, and yeah. I've had uh, two other hosts. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you this this is the most fun I've ever had with the yeah. show for sure. Craig Kilborn and John Stewart. <sighs> yeah, that was them. <laughs> um, <laughs> and speaking of a lot of fun, uh, but not that me. John Stewart. Not John. Not that John Stewart. Uh. <laughs> Um, and we, um, and we're also starting a new, uh, you know, don't think the show is going away just because Doctor Who is on a hiatus. Uh, we'll be reviewing the Christmas special. And then after that, uh, delving into classic Who in a way that is just right for, uh, new listeners and new viewers of classic Who, like me, I'm about to be watching a lot of classic Who for the first time. All of classic Uh, Who for the first time. All of classic Who for the first time. So, you know, if you, if that, scares you or you're like, well, I'm not, you know, trust me, it's a, it's a new, very user-friendly experience. Cause I'm, I'm just like you guys. Yep. Yeah. Um, me, 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 Cassandra, we kind of structured it to make sure that it was new user-friendly. Yeah. So. Like almost like I am a companion. Right. Oh, and you guys are both the docker. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, coming January 6th are, um, long in the making, uh, sort of the gates of he- the gates of heaven, the Chinese democracy of podcasts, uh, <laughs> geek by night coming out January 6th. Uh, you can't keep a good underdog down. Hashtag save the world, pay the rent. Um, <laughs> you can, uh, if you want to support us at all on geek by night, you can, uh, start, be- uh, become a patron on Patreon. And, uh, there's tons and tons of fun little good goodies and like exclusive podcasts and fun stuff that's going to be coming out. And it is already out. Uh, mm-hmm. even before the launch of the show. 
Mm-hmm. Patreon.com slash Geek by Night. You could be uh, you could be a guest host. You can win a chance to be a guest host on this show during our Patreon All Star Week. Yes, and uh, as always, you should be listening to and subscribing literally um, after us or before us on your podcast. You should be Star Wars Minute and Goodfellas Minute. Yes, absolutely. And we will talk to you tomorrow with Minute Fifty Five. Bye, guys. Is she pretty?